Good morning, I'm Charlotte Freeland from the Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, February 26th. In today's news, Biden defends his vaccine rollout as he marks 50 million vaccinations, and a sailor who fell overboard clung to sea rubbish for 16 hours to survive. But first, the big idea. The Senate parliamentarian has ruled that President Biden's proposed $15 an hour minimum wage increase cannot remain in his coronavirus relief bill as written. Congressional reporter Erica Werner writes that the guidance from the parliamentarian Elizabeth McDonough was communicated privately to key Senate offices and confirmed by aides in both parties. This could be a major setback for liberals hoping to use Biden's $1.9 trillion relief bill as the vehicle for their long-sought goal of raising the federal minimum wage. The ruling pertains only to the Senate, where the legislation will move forward under complex rules that prohibit certain items that don't have a particular impact on the budget. McDonough determined that, as written, the minimum wage increase did not pass that test. Although that was the predicted outcome by a number of Democrats, including the president himself, Democrats' next steps are unclear. The House will move forward today to pass the stimulus relief package and send it to the Senate. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has committed to keeping the minimum wage increase in the bill. If she does, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer will face a decision on whether to take out the minimum wage increase or try to keep it in the bill. He could potentially do that by trying to rewrite it in such a way that it could pass muster under the Senate's complicated parliamentary rules. Schumer has not said what he will do. Liberals are pushing him and the Biden administration to try to overrule the parliamentarian's decision. But White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain has publicly ruled out that approach, and Democrats would not likely have the necessary votes to succeed anyway. There's at least one Senate Democrat, Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, who said that he would not vote to overrule the parliamentarian. Manchin has endorsed an $11-an-hour compromise. The 50-50 divide in the Senate between Democrats and Republicans means Democrats would need everyone to keep rank to pass the legislation. They are pushing the legislation forward under a procedure called budget reconciliation that allows them to prevail with a simple majority instead of the 60 votes normally required. But this limits what can be included in the package, and that now includes the minimum wage increase. It's been over a decade since the federal minimum wage was last raised from its current level of $7.25 an hour, although individual states have acted to raise their own minimum wages. And that's the big idea. Here are two other stories that should be on your radar. Number one, President Biden marked a milestone in coronavirus vaccine distribution. On Thursday, the 50 millionth coronavirus vaccine was administered in the United States, and Biden celebrated by urging the nation to stay vigilant. The Post's Sungmin Kim reports the president also took time to defend the sometimes rocky rollout of his vaccine initiative, saying he was well into cleaning up the mess left by his predecessor. Biden asserted that the Trump administration left him with no broad strategy to vaccinate every American. He noted that the 12 million shots administered just this week were double the 6 million shots in President Donald Trump's final week in office. Still, the pace of a million vaccines a day had almost been reached by the time Biden took office, making his promise less far-reaching than was first projected. 
The $50 million number is the halfway mark to Biden's stated goal of 100 million vaccines in his first 100 days in office, and it comes just over a month into his presidency. But Biden cautioned against complacency and told Americans not to let down their guard. He repeated multiple times that he was not taking a victory lap despite recent news that suggests the spread of the virus in the U.S. is slowing down. Biden said, this is not a time to relax. We must keep washing our hands, stay socially distant, and for God's sake, wear a mask. The president also suggested a list of reasons he said the vaccination campaign is not going faster, which includes the recent winter storms in Texas and other states and an initial shortage in supply. Biden said his administration will undertake a much more aggressive education campaign about the importance of being vaccinated against the deadly virus that has killed more than 500,000 people in the United States. And number two, how about an inspiring story of survival for your Friday? Jennifer Hassan from the Foreign Desk reports that a sailor who spent 16 hours floating in the Pacific Ocean has credited a piece of, quote, sea rubbish for saving his life. The 52-year-old Lithuanian man fell overboard following his night shift on a cargo ship last week. He was discovered clinging to a discarded fishing buoy on February 16th. He was unharmed but exhausted, and his son described him as looking about 20 years older. The man's ordeal began around 4 a.m., shortly after he finished his shift as chief engineer aboard the Silver Supporter. He recalled feeling hot and dizzy before going out onto the deck of the supply ship for some air. Exactly what happened after that is a blur, but it's possible he fainted into the water before he could grab a life jacket. When he regained consciousness, the man had summoned the energy to swim several miles to a black object he could barely see in the distance. It took the rest of the crew at least six hours before they noticed they were one man short and raised the alarm that the engineer was lost at sea. The man said he began to lose hope of ever being found while bobbing up and down in the cold and dark waters, which gave way to searing heat as the sun rose. Back on the ship he had tumbled from, crew members studied work logs to trace the engineer's last steps. Distress calls were made to surrounding ships, and the French Navy assisted in the hunt, along with the French Meteorological Service that worked to map a possible drift path. Eventually, the engineer spotted the ship that he fell from in the distance. He waved his arms and yelled for help until a passenger on board heard him. According to his son, he is recovering well, and he said he believes his father survived because he's always kept himself fit and healthy, adding that his will to survive was strong. When asked about the discarded item he clung to, the man said he left the fishing buoy exactly where he found it, just in case it was ever needed to save another person's life. That's The Daily 202 for Friday, February 26th. I'm Charlotte Freeland. Thanks for listening.